guys. We are good. How are you? I'm doing great today. I am loving. Look, I even wore my favorite pumpkin spice killer. I can't <sighs> wait to keep continuing with this palooza that is happening. I love it so much. That makes one of us. Yeah. Uh, we, <clears throat> I was telling my husband today, I'm like, so I'm feeling kind of blasé today. I can't tell if it's A, I'm tired. B, it's just kind of cold outside and it feels like fall. Or C, it's the COVID. It's one of the three. Oh. Um, now that we're further along in the day, I've decided that it's the blasés from the fall. It's too cold. I want it to be 90 degrees again. Well, I did hear that this weekend it's supposed to warm up again, but... I know. Uh, <laughs> I, uh, so excited. I really like this, like, crisp. I could maybe throw on a pair of booties with some leggings and maybe, like, a cape. I really like this weather. I'm okay with it. Do you ever really wear a cape? I don't, but I feel like I would look good in one. Speaking of beautiful capes, did you see the ACMs last night? I missed them, and I can't believe I missed them because I watch it every year. But I got sucked into a Pitbulls and Parolees marathon. I mean, I don't know, man. Have you ever watched that show? No, Tia I Torres haven't. Torres and her family down in New Orleans, Via Lobos. I follow them on Facebook, and they rescue so many Pitbulls in the city of second chances. Anyway. I have never even heard of the show. It's to be really great. Honest. Oh, I, it sounds wonderful. The fact that you, of all people, miss the ACM, so, like, that blows me away. Um, it actually sort of crushed me when I realized that people were posting today about it, and I was like, wait a minute. Wait, uh, yeah, the reason I brought it up is because Mickey Geiger performed uh, toward the end of the show, and she had on this amazing white dress with a long white cape behind her. So it was like a mix of a train and a cape, but it was so beautiful, and her song was absolutely amazing. Um, the way that they produced the ACMs last night was awesome. They did it from mainly like two different locations. There was nobody in the audience. But one of the things I love that they did is where every seat would have been in the Grand Old Opry, they had a light uh, in that seat. So it looked they were able uh. to create different like lighting elements using the seats. And um, during certain songs, they all lit up in white so that it looked like the crowd had their cell phones up in the air. It was just uh. a really great idea. The other thing I loved, it was all about the performances last night. They kept each acceptance speech to 30 seconds on the dot. If you went over, they just cut to a commercial break. Um, so I think this COVID thing, one of the good things that is going to come about is I think our uh, shows, oh my God, I can't talk. I think our <laughs> award shows are going to be completely revamped. They're going to look different going forward because they realize people want the production they don't want all the talking. Just shut up and sing. I think part of, like, so my thought is thinking in the minds of the performers. And I think I am someone who feeds off of other people's energy. So I know even if the three of us were together right now, the energy in the room would be different than what it is when we're looking at each other yeah. through a screen. And so as a performer... I mean, 
granted, they all seemed to basically have their band or a band with them. So at least you're still getting that kind of energy. But to not have a crowd's energy while you're performing, you've got to really be confident and also just like hyping yourself up somehow. I mean, that's got to be difficult to perform in front of lights or not. It's not people clapping or singing along or giving you that like crowd energy that I think I would miss if I was a performer. I think the the band that did it best was Florida Georgia Line. They pretended as though that audience was completely jam-packed. Like they were running around the stage, pointing out into the crowd because they knew the people at home uh, were watching this as if there were people in the crowd. And they did a really great job of engaging the crowd at home because they made it appear as though they were engaging a crowd live in front of them. That's awesome. That's awesome. I did have to Google because I heard about Carrie Underwood's sort of tribute to women in country. So she did a little medley of Dolly, Barbara Mandrell, Reba, and Martina McBride's with a broken wing. Oh, one of my favorite songs. I know you love it too, Steve. I I know it. Anyway, that was amazing to watch. Girls got pipes for days. She's so good. Fun fact. Tell me. I used to perform in drag (laughs) to Broken Wing. (gasps) Get out. Way, for real. Um, It was like the only song I ever did. I would do like one drag show a year for like, I don't know, four or five years. Um, I believe it was actually you who helped me make the dress. Do you remember I that? I did. Yeah. Yes. It was like three in the morning and we were trying to put the dang thing together because oh, I was I performing remember. later that night. Yeah. I remember. Gosh, how young and innocent we were. Oh, man alive. Speaking of innocent, can we just talk about Jennifer Gardner? <gasps> Here is my thought on this Ooh. woman. Do tell. Number one, I previously thought she was sort of annoying. No. And then she came out with this show on HBO called Camp, Camping, mm-hmm. Camp Stars. It was just Camp. Something. She was actually a, like, super neurotic, love-to-hate, like, character. And she, like, produced it. It was her deal, right? But then it got me following her on social media. So I started following her on Instagram and Facebook and Let me tell you, she is the most wholesome, relatable, funny. I've seen episodes of her going to the vet with her chickens. I've seen her cutting down sunflowers and trying to bake them to eat. I've seen her cooking things that are, she's so enjoyable to watch. And she just seems like if I popped in we just like hang out. She just seems so normal. I really like her. If you're not following her, people should be. She does. She comes across as just your everyday old friend. Like if you followed her on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and you didn't know she was a mega celebrity, yeah. you would just think that she's a super fun person that you'd like to be BFFs with. 100%. And that's what I love about her. She doesn't come across as arrogant, pompous. Um, we're going to talk about this person in a little bit, but Drew Barrymore, to me, her innocence is feigned. It's fake. Um, where I think it's very real for Jennifer Garner. There's nothing fake or pretentious about her. She just is who she is and she owns it. Well, let's circle back to your 
not-so-sly jab about Drew Barrymore. Mm -hmm. Chrissy Teigen recently posted, and I don't know her exact words, but she put it on the Twitter that she I would like to call it, Drew Barrymore show will be massive. Blow up. That's totally what she said. It will be massive. It's going to be. She is super adorable. She's coming across very genuine. I bet her and Jennifer Garner are probably friends. They probably are. I do believe that. Although I do believe that Drew Barrymore is being ramped up right now just in time for Ellen to be wound down. Um, but a lot of people thought that about the Kelly Clarkson show, that the Kelly Clarkson show was coming about when it did to replace the Ellen DeGeneres show. But they have two totally different demographics. They yeah, they're really two totally different vibes. Mm -hmm. Very much so. Yeah, so I oh, think that Randolph Clarkson is going to be to Drew. Going through her divorce right now. Oh. What is up with that? Like, it came out of nowhere. And she's married to Reba's son. Yeah. Blackstock something or other. Uh, and I know she and Reba were really close. Do you think they still are? Yes. I also think mm. she is one of those very genuine people, too. And so it appears to me that there is no um, scandal involved in this, you know? It seems very adult and mature and hard and tough. But it is not coming across that it will be um, cold or cutting somebody off kind of a feeling. I mean, one, does one, anybody one. know why they got divorced? Like, to me, that was just out of the blue. Kelly Clarkson just came out and was like, hey, I'm getting divorced, everybody. I was like, okay, I did not see that one coming. Well, I mean, I think part of it is that they talked about differences in what they both wanted. You know, she started the show. She's also doing The Voice. And she also is still, like, super into her career. She's kind of loving all those things, right? And I think if you listen to her talk about it, it's that he had a different vision for what was going to happen in this stage of their lives. And whether that means he thought things would wind down and they would put more focus on family or whatever. But, you know, then she stated that because of COVID, they went to their ranch in Montana. Yeah. And even she believed that that would be like a really big joining moment for their family. They would all be together. And what it ended up doing is just making it so much clearer to them how different they really are in their these stages of their lives. And that so actually makes me want to cry because... yeah. I have really felt, and I, I think the two of you have also, that COVID has brought us closer to our spouses and closer to our families and closer even to just the three of us. We're connecting more. So the idea that somebody during this time went to connect with their spouse and found out, oops, wrong person. Oh, my God, that is heartbreaking. Yeah. I would die right now. Yeah. Richard, don't you divorce me right now. <laughs> so I have something to tell both of you. No, I'm kidding. Yeah. Oh, oh. <laughs> oh <my> God. Wow. <laughs> well. Bert. <laughs> now is not the time. <laughs> is this, does this have anything to do with Amy's mood? <laughs> <laughs> I just oh, caught wow. there so we can edit that out. <laughs> uh, well, I have something to share, and I'm going to post a video about it coming up. But two things that Bert has inspired me to do lately. Number one, 
Bert posted this awesome video on his Cooking with Bert show. And if you have not, you should totally check it out. It's awesome. But our he producer was, Bert will link to Cooking with Bert in Bert, our show Cooking page. Cooking with Bert on our show page after the show. Click but below. He was oiling. Let's not get kinky. He was oiling his wooden tools, his uh, stirring, what am I, spoons. His spoons. <laughs> this is sounding really awful. His wooden yeah, spoons and wooden cooking utensils and his cutting, cut, thank you, cutting board. And I was watching this thinking, is that, is that a normal thing? Do people have to do that? Apparently they do. And I just throw them away and buy new I do ones. Too. Okay, all right. So I think this is a thing because I realized in the comment section, other people too were like, what are you doing, Bert? So I am going to one, purchase new wooden cooking utensils and get rid of the ones I have. And two, I'm going to purchase some food grade mineral oil. I'm going to wax those babies down. Um, second thing that Bert has inspired me to do is that, you know, a while back I showed a video of my not so organized spice cabinet. And although I haven't come up with a solution for the spice cabinet, I did order clear organizing containers for my pantry, uh, which is just a cabinet that has some flour and sugar and some other shit shoved in there. But I am going to organize the crap out of that bird, and I'm going to show pictures or a video, and it'll be inspirational. Steve, how about you? What are you doing Whoa. right now? <laughs> uh, good talk. Good talk. Just kidding. <laughs> Oh. I'm actually an organizational junkie, so when I did my video and you could see how horrible all of my cabinets were, I was a little bit embarrassed, but on the same token, I was like, you know what? People always think I'm kind of a neat freak, like anal retentive, OCD, everything in alphabetical order, uh, but they got to see what it's really like behind the uh, kitchen cabinets and uh, closets, so um, we've been doing a little bit of organizing as well. Uh, but I don't think I'll go to the extent of oiling my wooden things. <laughs> um, if I do, it would be because there's this beautiful set of like wood spoons and spatulas and, and stirring utensils and even like an ice cream thing. It's actually made of bamboo. Mm -hmm. And Ooh. I know I found it at a local gift shop here and it's what I've been giving everybody as a present um, oh, because, I haven't I haven't gotten mine yet. Is it, oh, no. is it coming? Christmas is coming. Christmas oh, okay. is coming. So oh, you oh, both oh, know what you're gonna sure. get. Okay. Um, but this set is so cool, you guys. Yeah, I totally believe you. Can, you. you can get like uh, and it comes in different color patterns. So you can get like a, a dark rainbow pattern, you can get like a dark blue and like a seafoam blue and a white pattern, and it's kind of spiraled throughout the shape of the wood. So it uses mm -hmm. the grain of the wood for the color. Um, and it's really, really, really cool. You know, weren't you a Pier 1 shopper at one time? I was. I am still blown away that they closed it. And Kirkland's, have they gone under? Are they even a thing anymore? I don't know. I was never a Kirkland's person. I, I was a Pier 1, Patina. Oh, uh, yeah. Oh, I love Patina. They're have still a been? thing. Yes, they I, love, I love. I love at home because it's like Pier 1 mixed with a Home Depot. It it's is, true. and all of the things you would find in at home are knockoff products of what you would get at uh, Pier One Imports. Mm -hmm. I Fun feel fact. overwhelmed sometimes when I shop there. Like I'm so happy that there are 
400 different patterns and colors of accent pillows for my couch. But I felt like, yeah, but I felt like if I had 17 options, I could make choices better. I feel like when I go there, I'm so overwhelmed by how many options I end up leaving with none because I get too worried about how many are coming at me. Yeah, we'll take you. Okay. The challenge I've had there is I can't find pillow sets or like trios or quadruplets of the same pillow like I'll find one that I really really love and I go to find like the matching pillow it's nowhere to be found I mean it truly is like an odds and ends of pillows and rugs and um so don't ever go there thinking you're gonna find like four of the exact same thing uh yeah Nicole's giving us fishy lips um (laughs) (laughs) but it's still a really fun store uh, That's we good. go overboard every time we go in. I can see how you can do it. I can mm-hmm. see it. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, uh, th- th- speaking of people that you should follow on the internet, and this kind of ties in with a few of our other things, but I have been following a new account on Instagram called Go Clean Go. And this woman talks about ways to clean products in your home that you maybe didn't think about. So I found this because I was trying to clean my glass cooktop stove because I had let my pasta boil over, right? And people are like, try this, try that, try this. And someone suggested that I go follow her, and I did, and I found a great solution. But since then, I have been watching this woman talk about how she mops her hardwood floors with just hot water and powdered Tide, a scoop of powdered Tide, laundry detergent and then puts her mop in there and mops her floors and how they keep the shine. They're not slippery. They're not sticky. And that smell is like super fresh aroma in her house, but she has so many great tips (laughs) and different things. And I'm not a, not a cleaner. I'm, I'm really not a cleaner at all. Like it's not my passion, but if I can find a shortcut or a, a, a quick way to get something clean. Uh, I'm all in, all in on that. So, new do you want to know a good trick for glass top stoves? What? Use a magic eraser. It will get anything off the glass top stove. And then when you're done, just take your Windex, go over it, and wipe it clean with a paper towel. Shines like new. Oh, I ended up buying this product called Barkeeper's Friend because someone recommended that. But I feel like I'll use it all over. So I'm okay that I bought it because my sink could use a little polishing too. So yeah, it the magic eraser works wonderful on the glass. Like it gets nice. any crud off of there that you could imagine burning on. And it, it's quick too. You don't have to like leave it sit for 15 minutes yeah. and then wipe down, then use a glass cleaner on top of it. You just scrub it a little bit. Boom. Gone. I love it. I love it. Me too. That was oh. not on our show page to discuss. I tonight. am sorry. I just jammed oh. that in quickly. I really like it. Okay. So we, we could go down one or two paths. Now we could talk about Broadway's return or we could talk about commonly misspoken phrases. Well, I think we should talk about Bert. I was going to say, let's just do both. Okay, let's do both. <laughs> okay. Oh, your link doesn't open. Oh. That's awkward. This is weird. Hold on. Talk amongst yourselves. I'll send it to I you. I was just shopping for magic erasers. <laughs> <laughs> 
Hold Wait. on. Let's not talk and make it awkward for the viewers. All right, okay. let's play a game. More fun. I'm game. ready. I am going to propose things to you, and you're going to at you're going to tell me how okay. you say it, or if you even say it slightly different. Okay. Um, I'm ready. So, for example, is it to be specific or to be Pacific? Specific. To be specific. Okay. That's what most people say. Okay. <clears throat> what do you say? Nipped in the butt or nipped in the bud? Bud. Nipped in the bud. I used to say nipped in the butt until one of my old bosses was like, that's not correct. It's nipped in the bud like a rose. I was oh, like, oh, yes. Sorry. Yes. Sorry. Got it. <laughs> okay. For all intents and purposes or all intents and purposes? All intents and purposes. Funny enough, I actually have said this wrong until very recently because I thought it was for intensive purposes. <laughs> I've learned now that that's not correct. But shamefully, I only learned that several months ago. <laughs> oh, that's okay. We still love you. We still thanks, love you. Thanks. Is it tongue-in-cheek or tongue-in-cheek? What's the first option? Tongue-in-cheek or tongue-in-cheek? Tongue-in-cheek. Tongue-in-cheek. I thought it was tongue-in-cheek. I never said the D in and because I never knew if it was tongue-in-cheek or tongue-in-cheek. So I said Tongue in cheek. So <laughs> no one could know if I was saying it right or wrong. <laughs> yep. <clears throat> Is it buck naked or butt naked? And I but, have heard people say this completely different. Mm -hmm. Butt naked. He was just butt naked. Buck naked. I've heard both. Oh, I've heard both. I think when I've said it, I've said butt. Butt naked. <laughs> I think I've said buck naked. I've said both because I never knew which one it was. But now today I just learned it is buck naked. Mm -hmm. Buck. Buck naked. Mm. Okay. Mm. What do you say? Doggy dog world or dog eat dog world? Dog, <laughs> dog eat. eat. Dog. Doggy dog. It's doggy dog world. <laughs> yes, the original phrase is dog eat dog world. But a lot of people just say it so quickly, especially when you live somewhere up north like us. It's like, oh, yeah, doggy dog world. Yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> Okay. Is it a bald-faced lie or a bold-faced lie? Bold-faced lie. I think it's a bald-faced lie. It is bald-faced lie. I am shocked. I would have thought it was bold-faced. What is bald-faced? I bald thought it faced? was bold. What does bald-faced mean? I have They're no talking idea. specifically about Stephen. That's, That's what kind I of thought. what I was thinking. That like, hi, like way to point right. the finger at me. That is right. That's what they were saying, actually. Oh. Well, this one's easy. Chomp at the bit or champ at the bit? Chomp, <laughs> chomp. chomp. <laughs> no but one I says champ at the bit. <laughs> that's kind of what I was thinking, too. But a lot of people say chomping at the bit. Oh. Chomp in. Yeah. I think I yeah. say that. Chomping at the bit. Oh, my gosh. We're wrong. It's champ at the bit. What? For shizzle, the correct phrase is champ at the bit. Well, that doesn't even make no, any it sense. It doesn't make sense. Where does that even come from? It doesn't well, tell me the, the answer on the Google. Would be like a horse. Yeah. Because when they have like that thing, that thing they put in your mouth, and it's called a bit. So it would make sense that you were chomping at the bit to get going. Or the horse is the champ. And they're winning by like the bit. Because it yeah. crosses it, maybe. Champ at the bit. Oh, we'll have to look that one up. Okay. Oh, I hate this word. Jerry rigged or jury rigged? Jerry? It's jury rigged. It is jury rigged. Hmm. I've said it the other way, but it's I know that it's wrong. Yeah. 
I only okay. know this because I actually looked it up prior to us meeting today because oh. guess who's serving on jury duty for two weeks starting next week? No, I hope you get a really Me. interesting case. I hope so, too. I can't say anything about it because I don't want them to pick or not pick me based on things I say. Yes. It's so hard. Oh, okay. Like, I want to tell you all about it. Okay. I would want to make that law and order sound every time that someone else was introduced. They'd be like, next up, we will have the first juror. And I'd be like, dunk, dunk. <laughs> I know. I'll, I'll find the sound and we'll start putting it in the show. <laughs> oh, that would be fun. Okay, is it duct tape or duct tape? Duct. Duct. Tape. Tape. Correct. Is it bated breath or bated breath? It's the only thing different is the spelling. We're not even going to go there. Is it chalk it up or chalk it up? Chalk it up. Like writing with chalk. Yeah. Chalk it up. Chalk or chalk. 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 Just like people say, cock instead of cult. (laughs) (laughs) Which I refuse. What do they say, Bert? (laughs) (laughs) That's how I know. Mom, if you're watching, I know. I know you say that you cock the bathtub. It's a Minnesota and a Wisconsin thing. They cock Mm. the bathtub. Yeah, go get your cock gun. But I refuse. I always say cult. Yeah, they get the cock gun up here in the north. It's kind of it's kind of special. But anyway, it's chalk it up. Yeah, chalk. This one's easy. What do you say, iced tea or iced tea? Iced tea. I say iced tea. Me too. We're all right. Oh, this one's stupid. Take for granted or take for granted. Take for granted. Take Unless- for granted. And we all know that, but if you talk to any northerner, they're like, oh, yeah, they're taking it for granted. <laughs> well, what are they saying, granted or granted? True. It does sound like that. It is taken for granted. Oh, cold slaw or coleslaw? Coleslaw. I think that's correct, yes. What do you say, biding my time or biting my time? Biting. Biting. With you are correct. Oh, oh, this is this is one of my pet peeves. I probably could have wrong. Or could have. Just think of how you would hyphenate that word. Could have been so beautiful. It technically could have. It is, yes. I That's think one I of my say pet peeves. Could have. Could have? That works. That that yep. You just turned. Oh, that we're at the end. Do you guys want to know another word that I just recently learned that I had been saying wrong for a lot of years? Of course. When you drive by a really broken down abandoned. Did you say strive by? Drive. I strive. I meant to say drive, but my okay. so, got in there. So strive is a hard one for you too. Yeah, strive apparently is not one that I do well. Okay. So when you drive when you are driving by a broken down abandoned house, I thought the word was dilapidated. And apparently the word is dilapidated. With a D in the middle, not tated. I never knew if it was dilapidated or dilapidated. 
Oh, defibrillated. That is when your heart stops when you see it. But actually, mm. it is dilapidated. Like a dated house that is dilap. That actually makes sense. The more you know. Mm -hmm. dun, dun, dun. Dun, dun, dun. I mean, why do kids need to go to school? They could just come and watch our show. And it's That is the truth. And it's defrost, not defrog. Oh, yeah. Or dethaw. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's another annoying pet peeve, dethaw. When people say dethaw because it's just thaw. Right. And my last one that I'm going to bring up, because it is truly the statement that will drive me bonkers if you say it. I'm going to. I'm going to run to the store. Oh. I'm going to is not a word. I am going to. Yeah, I do. I'm, I'm going to. I'm okay with I'm going to. But I'm going to. Minnesota and say I'm going to. I don't know that I say I that, I but either. I hope I don't. I bet you hmm. I have. You're so. going to catch yourself next time. I guarantee Well, now it. I am going to hear myself yeah. saying it. I have a feeling it. for the next few weeks, we're all going to be enunciating very carefully. Yes. Very carefully, I will be telling you what I am saying right now so clearly. When you first go into talk radio, yes. they tell you to talk very slowly and very articulately. And then you can speed up over time. But to begin... You enunciate every word and every consonant. See, I can't even do it when I'm trying. <laughs> On that happy note, I'm glad we're all here. Me too. Oh. Some well, days I friends, debate it, but. <laughs> I. <laughs> why we've been struggling to get content out on time we're like do we really like one another enough to show up every week <laughs> yes we do come on and if it's just the two we of you do. thinking that about me don't tell her not true and anyway. i'm gonna be right back so <laughs> i can't wait to record in person again i know like i'm just missing the energy i'm missing the lights i'm missing just everything about it, our pre-show prep, our food, our All jabbing at each other. I know. Oh, it's been too long. I know. Gentle nudges when we've gone on too far. We'll have to start using some, like our fingers like this to be like, yeah. too far, <laughs> too far. <laughs> Whoa, bag it up. Oh, anyway, my friends, it is time for us to wrap up. Bert. Good luck producing this one again, because we have been all over the board. I know you're not going to be able to keep all of the content, nor is it even going to make sense in certain places. But remember, at the end of the day, we love you. We love us. And we love Brie. We do. Oh, we do. Happy night, everybody. See you guys later. Again. Jesus. Oh. <laughs> Hello, breakfasts. Oh, my God. This is Everything was perfect. <laughs> I'm holding things together with a stretchy band that you work out with. I've got things tied up. Oh, God, no. Come on. Okay. Mine's going to tip over at some point, too. I did not, which is bananas, because I got sucked into a Pitbulls and Parolees marathon. We have to pause. My dog is playing in her toy bin. No, I couldn't tell. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't hear a thing. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like you had a hailstorm there and you live in a tin house. <laughs> what is happening? <laughs> Bert, how much medication are you taking? <laughs> I don't think I'm taking enough now. 
<laughs> All right, so speaking okay. of the ACM. Capes? You mean capes? <laughs> oh my god what the hell <laughs> this is like our very first night of recording Ugh, this is terrible okay <laughs> it's terrible good thing we're not live okay <laughs> all right i'm ready okay What is Bert doing now? Yelling at my mother. <laughs> oh, okay. All right. Okay. Thank you for watching. Be sure to visit our website at stephennicoleshow.com and on our social media channels at Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube. You can also find us on Apple Podcasts and other podcasting networks. And if you found this episode absolutely fabulous, be sure to share the fun 